Arthur Schopenhauer once said, Thus the task is not so much to see what no one has seen yet, but to think what nobody has thought yet about that what everybody sees. Let me say that again. Thus the task is not so much to see what no one else has seen yet, but to think what nobody else has thought yet about that what everybody sees. Meaning, it's not to see something that's not there, it's to think about it differently. In the age of immediate answers, we have gained access to much knowledge. In fact, anything you probably ever wanted to know about is online. However, in many ways, just because we are quick to get to an answer, we've actually lost the process of learning and how to get to the answer or how to ask the questions in the first place other than going to the almighty search engine to draw out a piece of knowledge. The critical thinking skills and how to approach a problem to arrive at the answer are the key factors in succeeding well in life and thinking through things well. Start to think about this as we launch out onto the loop and discuss the critical thinking gap today on Curiosity Continuum. Hey everybody, this is Josh. And this is Brian. Thank you for joining us today on Curiosity Continuum. If you're tuning in for the first time, Curiosity Continuum is a podcast and movement started by two lifelong friends who want to spark your curiosity, help you integrate information, and enhance your everyday contextual awareness in a constantly changing world. We're new that to you by sharing conversations that Brian and I have that explore, examine, and reframe common practical topics. And if you want to receive updates when new content is available, please be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you can receive notifications when there's something new to listen to. And we appreciate you, our listeners, for engaging with us and sharing your own curiosities with us and your friends as we go on this journey together. Yeah, and um, I, like, I, like I always want to say, you know, we appreciate the feedback and everybody's giving us feedback. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people are, and it's great. So, um, so Brian, how did you want to jump into this today? Well, let's talk about, um, remind ourselves, this is the critical thinking gap. Right. And so there's actually a couple different ways this has come to me in recent days. And it plays into everything that we've talked about on this podcast. When I went to the school orientation for my eighth grader and fifth grader, the, the dean of students was talking. And, and this was just this year? This this year. Okay. So this is recent feedback, what they're hearing back from colleges about how like high school, middle school, and everything should prepare students to go into a higher education. Okay. It said there are two skills that they lack primarily. It is how to think critically and how to resolve conflict and work through conflict. They're kind of related so, in, in some ways to think through it, but it's interesting that place where you should be learning how to structure your thoughts. Right. It's not teaching you how to do that. Right. So maybe we should just kind of like start breaking down what is critical thinking. Let's do that. Yep. So... To think critically is to critically think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's really deconstructing a problem. It is. And see, here's the problem. The problem is that when, when people say think critically, it's almost like um, you say you like sports. What 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 are sports? What, there, there's football, there's baseball, there's soccer, there's all these other kinds of the gymnastics. It's all in the world of sports, but what are you specifically trying to do? And what happens a lot of times, I think, is this is even part of thinking critical. Let's back up a step and let's define critical thinking about how we're going to have it in the context of this conversation. Right. You're coming into this going, like, oh, I know what that means. But let's, let's make sure that you know what we're talking about. Really, this is just helping to circumspectly, scientifically, objectively ask all the different factors that maybe go into considering how to approach a problem that you may not right. know about or be familiar with. And you might even have the answer, 
but you don't really understand what the problem is. Right. That's kind of what this is. Right. That's a lot of the world today. Is like you, right. you can get to an answer, but what was the problem? Yeah, I can Google it. <laughs> right. But I'm not like understanding how we got to that answer. Right. Um, I think one thing, especially with critical thinking, is when you think about news media or social media, anything with media tied to it. <laughs> right. They're, they're putting up a context. Right. And a construct for context. Right. And you have to understand that. So like, you know, I, I think about back in the 50s, when I said, you know, uh, four out of five doctors smoke camels or they, they have some cigarettes. And it's like, well, who, what what doctor was this? You know, well, there was, was four of them. Yeah. <laughs> out of five. Yeah. Was it a doctor yeah. of philosophy? Because that's very different than a right. doctor of medicine. Right. But you could say four doctors. And if you don't ever question what that means, you know, this is the contextual awareness piece of it. Um, really, a lot of it is just to not assume that you know what you know until you kind of look around and turn like why did i believe that about this right. particular thing okay so how can we frame this for today like for uh for for kids i like like how can we get them to start thinking like this like deconstructing a problem or yeah it, i mean does it happen in, like do we need to like have that conversation one on one do we need more like just app, like for everyday applications in their world? Yeah. I think with part of this, we let's back it up and just yeah. kind of, uh, talk, I want to talk about this article. So there's a great article in the Harvard Business Review just recently where it's talking about building your team's critical thinking skills, talking more about in the business sense, but very applicable obviously because now in this phase when you're educating children or even educating your workforce, right. it's important that they know Especially the things. future workforce. This yes. is what children are. And that's actually what, what it identified in the, this article was that that's the number one missing skill that employers are saying that their employees are missing. So if they're missing it now and we're not teaching it to them, they're going to be missing it in the future. Yeah. And it's not getting any better. Right. So honestly, some of the first ways that you can start to um, gain critical thinking is honestly follow instructions. Right. 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 It's like you know how to execute something. Mm -hmm. So that means that you like, okay, I can do this. And there's going to be some machinations to be able to work through, right? Right. So it might be like mow the grass. Yeah, because you have to understand the process before you can deconstruct it or make it better. Right. You know, some people are very quick to be prescriptive on something that they don't know at least some basic things about as far as context and other things, you know? Right. Um, like when my, I'm helping my son with math, for example, mm -hmm. right? It's an emotional thing for him just because he's, you know, it's not his favorite subject. Right. Not his his, mo his strongest subject. But as I'm working him through some of his problems, like in algebra, I'm telling him, I just need you to do this. And then I want to explain it to you. See, right. the problem is not um, I, uh, him, like, he, well, let me put this back. He has to learn how to follow instructions and then interpret that correctly, right? Right. So if I'm saying write this down. Because it's a process. Yeah. He needs to start. So some of it is like he's afraid to make a mistake. Right. And so in critical thinking, like, it's not like you just magically have this bulletproof process. No. And I mean, in life, like, making mistakes is a big part of learning. Right. Yeah. Yep. And so if I do that, and I can say, okay, let me explain how this works. So some of it, Josh, you uh, obviously in your life studied engineering. Mm-hmm sometimes you just say, hey, I want to go create something, but sometimes right. you have a goal in mind and you right. have to reverse engineer it back. Right. Right? Right. Like if I, I mean, that's just like anything, I think. Like I always want to think the end product is and how do I get to that product? So I'm always trying to back it up. You know, like 
I mean, I can you can do that for any problem. I think that's every problem. Like we'll use a, a simple solution, like simple problem Brian has. Like your grass is long. How do you make your grass shorter? You mow the grass. <laughs> well, how do I get to that point? Yeah, I go get my lawnmower. I fill it up with gas. Yeah, I do the process. I mow the lawn. Right, and I think you understand too. In that, like, um, if you don't have a lawnmower, then you identify the f- next step in the process. To the need participate. Yeah. Right, and then you need gas for the mower. Right, and all those other dependencies. I think this is why people, when they when they come into a job or they come into school, or a learning environment, people assume that the context is known. Now, I right. recently dropped into this makerspace, and um, you know, it's pretty nicely equipped as far as different things. But when the person started giving me the tour, they assumed that I knew everything that what was going everything on. was and what. Or like this is the equipment, and I was like, I didn't know that. Right. You know, you would probably know it, Josh, more than me. But right. I want to know, like, how do people actually interact? How do they work? I was asking a different thing. He was just talking very tactically about here's this machine and that machine. So if I only wanted to see like the capabilities of that, good yeah. tour. Yeah. But he assumed that I knew all these things. You knew what it could do. You and, knew what it was. And, and you're I like, didn't. Okay, this is a 3D printer, or this is a CNC, or whatever, mm-hmm. which is like. Yeah, because inherently, uh, like a makerspace should be a bunch of people coming together to actually collaborate together. Right. Instead and of just like, this is the stuff, you do what you want. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. And there's different approaches to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know? Now, the biggest thing about critical thinking, now if we think about, okay, I can execute something, that means you've synthesized information also, right? right? Like you have like, this plus this equals this. You have, you have deconstructed the problem, so you know that two things together make this. Yeah. A math problem is, for example, like mm-hmm. you're trying to come up with a solution, so you have to figure out how to do that. Yeah. So again, kind of the, the reverse engineering piece of it, sometimes you're faced with a problem, but you don't know how to solve it if you don't know what the intended answer is sometimes. Right, right. Sometimes you work it through and go, oh, like the scientific method will give you ways to work through something and the outcome's not known. But the goal is like, I want to learn from this, I'm going to control these things. Right. And you're testing. And you're iterating. Yeah. Again and again and again and right. again and again. Um, at some point too, once you synthesize this stuff, now it's like, how does this apply? And you now you have to say like, was this a good idea? You, now you're kind of valuing ideas. One of my favorite quotes of recent days is that not all ideas are created equal. <laughs> right. And so you know, it's a, there's a hierarchy of ideas, and some I, you know I throw many ideas away out in the day because it was like that is not worth the time. Your time to do. Yep. You know. At me, at least not right now. You're constantly making decisions, but even that decision matrix, you you set up something where you can do that again and again. Right. And so part of when somebody even says, are you thinking critically? Sometimes the question is, are you thinking the way that I think is critical? Right. Whatever. Right. Josh, can you share a little bit about uh, your your journey into college and your journey out of college and why some of that came? So we, we had different journeys. I actually, it took me a while to get through college because I didn't have the focus I wanted initially on what I wanted to do. So I kind of took some time off a couple different times and went back and then I finished fine. Um, and because I realized that I had a journey that I wanted to follow that took me through college. Sure. So like I went to college um, out of high school, uh, went to University of Minnesota. I have great grades in high school. So I mean, I went into college. I already had like basically two years done. So I was like jumping right into a lot of my like what I wanted, what I thought I wanted to do, which was engineering and really into like the mathematics and everything. The first thing I re- realized was like, for example, in like a lecture hall, you have 400 people. 
and that's okay because you're just going through stuff, you know, going through. But everything there was geared for you to think in one way and to do one way in a certain way. It wasn't, it wasn't like higher education, higher learning. It was, we're going to teach you this way to do it. And you're going to look at the book and you're going to do it this way, which is okay. But the thing is, it doesn't, it doesn't let for any creative outlet there. It was just like, and I didn't, I didn't really enjoy it at all. So I was like, they're, they're not teaching me how to succeed. They're teaching me how to be part of a pack. And I didn't want to be like the, everyone else. So I'm like, well, if I want to just like get a piece of paper that tells me I can do a job and then go sit and work a nine to five for 45 years I'll, and I'll graduate, you know, and I'll graduate and I'll, I'll probably have a good life, but I might not be fulfilled as a person. So that's kind of why I've just like, after about a year, so I was about three years of credits in three, probably over actually, because I was like really overloading classes and stuff. And I just said, I'm going to stop for a while. And that was a hard decision to do because I like lived at home and I wanted not to live at home. <laughs> but I realized that it was probably the best decision for me. And it's not for everybody. Like I think that, um, you know, if you want to be a doctor, an engineer, or lawyer, there's certain things that you need to go to college for. You need to do that. But then if you want to kind of break out of those careers and like do your own thing, I don't know if college is always the best route for you. And we're seeing that more and more, I think, up here. And thanks for sharing that, man, because it's some folks, I think, feel that the path is that, well, if I go to high school and I get good grades, of course, I'll go to college. I mean, that was kind of the message I think that was told right. to us is that this is kind oh, of yeah. what you do. This was like this. There was no other option. Right. And uh, I talked to uh, a college student named Chase recently where this, he as he's getting into his engineering degree. Uh, there's other classmates. So I don't know if it's some of his uh classmates directly in his major or other people they say like we just kind of feel like this is what we have to do to go do the thing we want to do you know i have another young right. man so why not just go do the thing you want to do yeah and so what's interesting is that the the same mechanism of the internet and learning that basically short-circuited critical thinking by right. just getting to an answer now has given you the ability to have those tools to be able to now apply them differently right so it's kind of a weird like you know snake eats kind of its like own dichotomy tail. type problem yeah. going on here yeah and so the biggest thing that you have to work through is what what is the intent of what is my my desired end goal and look i think i have a lot of friends and people who are a little bit older than me and colleagues and stuff they, they've reinvented themselves and sure. gone to and another you career to. yeah yeah and but see i think sometimes well here you go to college and then this is what you're gonna do now some people do that right but mo the majority of people that i have run into in my professional career have changed to something because even though the piece of paper said one thing, right. who they were kind of developed into something right. different. So that's what we're really talking about is the application of this, of critical thinking. Yeah. And I think just by even kind of touching, just recognizing it, it. Yeah. It's like, how do you approach something? How do you right. think about something? And why did you think that way in the first place? And those are good questions to always ask because we can get miscalibrated on something Absolutely. And you kind of end up weird. And that's why like relationships are important because like if I'm talking to Josh and he, Josh says like, I don't know what you're talking about. You're just off in the weirds. <laughs> you know, it's like, like yeah. you, your thoughts can be grand and wonderful in your own mind until you share it with somebody and it may not hold water. Right. You know, so there's a quote by this guy named Arthur Schopenhauer. And basically it was 
Thus the task is not so much to see what no one has seen, but to think what nobody has thought about that which everybody sees. Meaning that, you know, we all see the same things. Right. But the goal here is to think about it differently. And the the biggest thing, especially if we're talking about education and other things right now, is that the big buzzword, you know, STEM, 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 STEM. And do I believe that's important? Yes, I do. Absolutely. But what yep. I see missing, especially like uh, going back to the, the fabrication lab that I went to or the makerspace, is it lacked the arts. Sure. See, like somebody who's really good at a painting it doesn't not, tie it all together. It doesn't tie it all together. Right. But they understand composition. They understand those things mathematically, maybe intuitively. And the problem is, is that when you say STEM, people already have a preset idea about what that should be. But do we see the innovation coming out of those groups? Or do we see just people getting ready to fill jobs? And they're very different things because if you say you're preparing for the jobs, and then the employers say 25 to 50% of the employees can't critically think, then there's a gap here which is the critical thinking gap, hence the title of our episode. So, um, Josh, I think a challenge here uh, is just to have, there's probably something in your life where you have just taken for granted. Probably. You don't realize it maybe till it's gone or it's changed. A lot of times like that, you examine your life when there's a, a major life event like a birth of a child or death of a loved one. You start to examine those things and it doesn't take those type of things to be able to do. But you might say, you know, I've always done this this way and you have to ask yourself, why do I do it that way? And it doesn't have to be like, you know, a major life change and I'm going to move to a mountain and... and right, right. You have to have a balance. Yeah. But yeah. But those things matter. And if, once you start to disrupt that, then you kind of learn where your patterns are. Sure. And that's where you can start to change. Yeah. And I think this is a, this is a great place to put a comma, huh, Brian? I think so. All right. Until next time, this is Josh. And this is Brian. For Curiosity Continuum.